Podcasting services for Jazzin' Around with David J are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net. Yeah, we're going old school today here. Welcome back, my friend. We're starting a brand new year and looking back at the previous year here on Jazzin' Around. David J. here, your host for these next couple of hours of America's Most Informative distinctive and absolutely positively the most unique jazz radio program anywhere. Each and every week sharing with you the latest albums. I mean really the latest album. Sometimes even, you know, a premiere of an album, like a preview of an upcoming album for you. Take a look at the Jazz Week chart. See what's making the top 50 on jazz radio stations all across the country. Jazz news, interviews, artist features, background, sneak peeks, all that kind of good stuff each and every week. However, this week, similar to our previous two weeks, a little bit different in our ordinary format, we're taking a look back at the year 2021 in jazz. Oh, the passings, the comings, the goings, the birthdays, the anniversaries, the remarkable dates, um, some of the accomplishments, some of the, yeah, like Grammys and uh, honors, Hall of Fame notoriety, that kind of thing. Just kind of taking the whole uh, snapshot of the whole last year in the jazz world. And next week, we'll take a look at the top 100 albums. Top 100 albums on the Jazz Week chart for all of 2021. Coming to you from our holiday-decorated subterranean jazz den. Still got the tree up, the fireplace going, although we don't need the fireplace. It's been warm enough outside, right? At least around here. Andy! The remains of a holiday buffet table as well, and uh, our pecan pie. Yeah, the pecan pie. Well, we've got real pecan pie. We got pecan pie tea, herbal tea as well too, live and direct from New Mexico. That's pretty special. podcast to you worldwide since 2005 by the folks at ASP Station. Take a look at their website at ASPStation.net find out how they can maybe help you. And aired on radio stations WNJR, WSPR, KWLC, Boston Free Radio, and WWFM Jazz on 2. Man, we got so much to do. we got an entire year to cover in this next one of our all-time favorites, Mr. Eddie Harris and his original rendition. Taking a look at what's going on this week in the world of jazz, we're going to keep this brief as well, too. But there are some important notes to pass along to you. The Jazz Education Network, holding their 13th annual Jazz Ed Net Conference this week, 
the 5th through the 8th uh, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'm not sure if you're in the mood to travel or to travel to Dallas. Uh, but it is this week. A lot of it will be available for live streaming. So there is that. 75 or more live performances. Instrument, vocal, writing, arranging, clinics, workshops, jazz history, speakers, lots more. Some of the panelists and some of the clinicians and performers, John Clayton, Don Braden, John Beasley, the Airman of Note, Regina Carter, Roxy Koss, Randy Brecker, Ava Rovati, the Women in Jazz Big Band, the Royal Bobsters will be there, Roy Hargrove Tribute Band, and others. For a schedule and potential live streaming access, visit jazzednet.org. This note from the DC Jazz Festival, they have announced that pianist composer Oren Evans been named its artist in residence for the next two years, from 22 through 23. His service begins this week. Radio and Records Conference called the Jazz Week Summit, sponsored by Jazz Week and the Jazz Week Chart, will be held all virtually next week, January 10, 11, and 12. If you're part of the jazz radio business or part of the jazz records business or allied services in around that, register at jazzweek.com. A live note, well, two live notes actually here. New York City's 18th annual Jazz Winterfest, which had been scheduled for January 13 through 22, has announced that they are postponing most, read, read almost all, of its live and in-person events. They do promise they'll revisit those events at a later date, but that's going to depend you know what? Right, right, right. Portland, Oregon's Biamp PDX Jazz Festival does appear to still be on track for a real live event in 2022. The February 17th through 26th festival will feature NEA Jazz Master Ron Carter, Diane Shure, The Cookers Band, Brad Melvow, Gary Bartz, Brandy Younger, Emmanuel Wilkins, Robert Glasper, Nate Smith, and his kinfolk, and more. Keep up on the latest info there, though. Yeah, every day is a new day, right? Go to pdxjazz.org. pdxjazz.org. We want to keep that brief, but uh, there are important things there. And the other important thing, and we like it when this happens, we have no, not that we're, not that we're aware of anyway, but we appear to have no last calls to issue this week. So no passings, no new obituaries to report to you. And uh, if that holds true, this whole program, coming back in a moment with... Oh man, we got so many things to go through. As we take a look at 2021 
in the rearview mirror. Coming back in just a moment. Hi, this is Christina Ricci with Rain. Join Rain in the fight against sexual violence and volunteer in your community. Log on to rain.org. That's r a i n n dot o r g to learn how you can be the someone. Brought to you by Rain and this station. Keeping your distance from others helps reduce the spread of COVID-19. Stay at least two meters or six feet away from others inside your home when someone has or thinks they have COVID-19, and outside your home in indoor or outdoor spaces when you are around people who do not live in your household. When enjoying time with others, remember to stay at least two meters or six feet away from others. Wear a mask. Wash your hands often, or use hand sanitizer, and stay out of crowded places if possible. To learn more, visit cdc.gov/coronavirus. Well, when you look back, you got to take the good with the bad. Unfortunately, this past year we lost a giant in not just jazz but music overall. Armando, known as Chick Korea, lost this past year. NEA jazz master and universally respected, admired, and influential. From his award-winning duo performances, this one with Gary Burton from 1972, the Crystal Silence album. playful side of him there certainly his own composition what game shall we play today the very childlike but delightful and seriously seriously uh, involved music from the crystal silence album 1972 it's amazing to think you know you, you talk about popularity you know, and, and so many people are so easy to dismiss jazz as a niche music you know saying that you know only 14 percent of Adults listen to jazz or, or like it, or, you know, 9% of record sales, less than 10% of record sales or jazz sales, and so on and so forth. But Chick Corea really crossed a lot of borders, sold a lot of records, made a lot of money out of concert performances, and was actually recognized. Not only an NEA jazz master, but how about this one? 67. Grammy nominations, 60, more than any, I think, more than any rock star that I can think of, 67 Grammy nominations, and won 23 of them. 
amongst the most Grammy-nominated and most Grammy-winning artists of all time. Here he is in another duo setting with his good pal and friend Herbie Hancock. From 2015, the Musician album. alongside of fellow jazz master, another fellow jazz master, Herbie Hancock. From 2015, recorded live at the Blue Note, that was Ted Dameron's piece, Hot House. Definitely another side of Chick Corea. I guess you could call this his heavy side, or the fusion side. From Return to Forever, 1976, the Romantic Warrior album. saying anything bad about artists, but uh, with a number of artists, if you've seen them two or three times, they're good. They're great, maybe. But you know, they, they give you what you expect. One of the things about Chick Corea, when you would see him in a live performance, you always were assured of getting something that you had not expected. And wow, what a band. What a band that was for a couple of years. Stanley Clark, Al Miola, Lenny White, The Romantic Warrior Album, from 1976. Still in the kind of electric area, but again, bringing his playful side back in play. With one of his members of the Return to Forever, the original Return to Forever with him here, Joe Farrell, Eddie Gomez, and Steve Gadd. The title piece from the Friends album.
like asking a parent what their favorite child is. Chick <laughs> you know? Corea pieces. Uh, every time you hear that, any one of them could be your favorite whenever you hear it. That probably is amongst my top four or five favorite Chick Corea pieces from 1978, the Friends album. Here's Chick from his latest, or well, yes, his latest Grammy win from uh, last year, from the previous year, the Trilogy 2 album with the masterful trio. Wow, what a giant trio. Recorded live with Christian McBride and Brian Blade. This is a Joe Henderson composition called Serenity. Korea, the Trilogy 2 album, one of his 23 Grammy wins over the years, with Christian McBride and Brian Blade. And one last one from Chick here this day, his recreation of My Spanish Heart, with Stanley Clark and Jean-Luc Ponty. that were just unforgettable. They were fun. They were serious. They were introspective. Um, they were retrospective. They were futuristic. <laughs> they were all sorts of things. Uh, the one of a kind. The one of a kind. Late Chick Korea, passing in 2021. This man, one of the greats, one of the giants of jazz piano, particularly the bebop and post-bebop world, the late Barry Harris, another NEA jazz master, passed in 2021. This, his composition in honor of Thelonious Monk. It's called Sphere.
passing away in December at the age of 92. One of the more honored jazz masters, piano, and educator, composer as well, Barry Harris. Also lost this guy this past year, one of the most loved, one of the nicest, sweetest cats in the world, and multi-multi-talented, trombonist, composer, arranger, band leader, Slide Hampton. album, co-leading with Dexter Gordon, who's not hurt here right now, of course, with Kenny Drulo, Niels Henning Orsted Peterson, and Art Taylor. That's a Slide Hampton composition also called My Blues. Slide Hampton, another NEA jazz master passing away in November at the age of 89. Also, Seattle lost one of its greats, the Seattle trumpeter band leader, Jim Knapp, also lost in November at 82. One that kind of caught everybody by a little bit by surprise, the loss I pledge allegiance to the flag of Dave Frischberg. Of the good old USA And to the values for which it stood The home, the family, the neighborhood Cause while it lasted Well it sure felt good While it lasted it sure felt good Now I pledge allegiance to the bank To my fixed rate second mortgage To my friendly auto insurance man To the IRS, to the medical plan To whatever's about to hit the fan Cause hit the fan, it will And we will pay the bill My country used to be famous for quality We led the way Now we buy overseas then Beg the Japanese to buy some products, please. Made in USA. My country used to be land. I know you're probably, you know, nodding in agreement with a lot of a what store. he's espousing there. But believe it or not, that was written. That was written almost 30 years ago, 1993 way before the rise of populist uh, sort of neo-fascism stuff in America, way before all that stuff. But still, you know, not, not untrue. 
The very, very creative, clever Dave Frischberg passing in uh, November at age of 88. But it had been uh, two or three years in the coming for the loss of guitar master Pat Martino in October at age 77. One of his most covered performances, compositions, The Visit, from his 1972 album Footprints. He had been very, very ill for the last couple of years, but uh, nonetheless, a passing is a passing. Oh, the doctor is no longer in. Dr. Lonnie Smith passes. The NEA Jazz Master was 79 when he left us in September of 2021. album Jungle Soul with Peter Bernstein on guitar and the fabulous Allison Miller at the drum set there. <laughs> Doing Eddie Harris's Freedom Jazz Dance the Lottie Smith way. We'll long think about Jimmy Ponder when I think about Lottie Smith. Did a lot of hanging out with uh, Jimmy when he was here in Pittsburgh for the last uh, four, five, six years uh, of his career. And uh, one of the conversations I asked him about was uh, organists, because he loved playing with organists. And I asked him who his favorite, if he had a favorite organist. And without even thinking, he shot back, yeah, man, Lonnie Smith. He dug Lonnie just to the end. This guy had been having problems for so two, three years, at least three years or so. Passed away. In 2021, the Hall of Fame bassist, Jury George Mraz, Czech-born bassist, passed away in September at the age of 77. This from his 1995 album, simply called Jazz, George Mraz. Thank you. 
the great drummer, the NEA Jazz Master of this coming year, Billy Hart, helping out on Pepper from the 1995 album of George Mraz. It sure made worldwide news, not because he was necessarily a jazz drummer, uh, but because he was known as a rock and roll drummer. The Rolling Stones drummer, Charlie Watts. Granted, I'm not going to play any Rolling Stones for you here for it, for you to honor Charlie, but Charlie, at heart, at long heart, was long, long, long enamored of jazz, big band jazz, bebop jazz especially, and his tribute to Charlie Parker album from, believe it or not, 30 years ago, bore that out. Here along with the great Peter King, Gerald Presencier, and his good friend Dave Green and Brian Lemon. Yes, this is the Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts and his quintet doing Parker's Cool Blue. chance to see Charlie leading his 30-piece big band when he came into town, I guess, a couple of years before that, 89, 90. That's his bebop. Two, well, he had, what, two or three, I think three uh, quintet albums doing straight-ahead bebop. Very Charlie Parker-oriented. Charlie Watts, the late Charlie Watts. Uh, granted, mostly known as a Rolling Stones drummer, passing away, though, in August at age of 80. Jazz Radio had two major losses at least this past year. Uh, two of national note, Thurston Briscoe, who was the station manager at WBGO, of the, the jazz station <laughs> right, in New York City, essentially for America. In September, at the age of 74, he had been ill for some time. Kind of catching us a bit by surprise, although I think he had been in semi-retirement because of health issues, the late Phil Schapp. Also passed away in September, a New York City jazz radio host, speaking of Charlie Parker, the, one of the great bird authorities on the radio. Phil Schapp, NEA jazz master himself, passed away in September at the age of 70. Well, we lost this guy as well, too. Him, the, the guy on the brushes, not the pianist, not Vince Garoldi, but the guy on the brushes. Jerry Grinelli, the drummer with the Vince Garoldi trio. Lost, lost Jerry Grinelli in August this past year at the age of 80.
all of that Vince Guaraldi, Charlie Brown music on several different holiday specials has become part of the American cultural icon landscape, certainly. And who would have thought at that time it was just a recording session for a TV special at the time? And Jerry Ganelli tells the story of how they, it was a session, so they all got session money. Vince Garoli, of course, was the leader, so he did get royalties. But Jerry Ganelli, despite the fact those albums sold millions, tens of millions, Jerry Ganelli did not get royalties from that. That's that's just the luck of the draw. That's that's just a bum steer. But he was always good-hearted about it. So so we hear. Had another loss this past year. It might have gone past you. You might not have even noticed it. But the bassists, the original bassists for the Mahavishnu Orchestra, Rick Laird, passed away this year. It was in July. July 4th, actually, when he passed away at the age of 80. Rick Laird, the original member of the Mahavishnu Orchestra, also spent some time with Brian Auger and his trinity. Rick Laird featured there along with Mahavishnu, John McLaughlin, Jerry Goodman, Jan Hammer, Billy Cobham, the 1973 Mahavishnu Orchestra from the Birds of Fire classic album that is called One Word. It was a bad summer for bassists, lost bassist Junie Booth in July as well of Tony Williams' lifetime. He was 73. And bassist composer Florida jazz maven. We also lost John, or I'm sorry, Mario Pavone. Mario Pavone in June. He had just released his last album as well. Um, also, also this past year, another NEA jazz master uh, leaving this world for us. The late Curtis Fuller, another NEA jazz master, trombonist, musical director, composer for the Jazz Messengers. This is from 1961. His tune, Alamode. Curtis Fuller on the trombone, his tune, Alamo, one of the most covered of his compositions. Curtis Fuller passing away at the age of 86 this past May. Well, Chicago had a pretty rough summer, losing the Chicago Record Mart founder and also founder of Delmark Records, Bob Kessler, 
at age 88. Also the founder of the Chicago Jazz Institute and the founder of the Chicago Jazz Festival, Penny Tyler, passed away in the summer. And one of the legendary Chicago pianists, accompanists, one of the busiest, most respected pianists and accompanists in the business, Norman Simmons, Chicago, long Chicago native, uh, passed away at the age of 91 this past May. And in reference to Art Blakey with his Jazz Messengers, just heard a moment ago, how about Art Blakey Jr. in a sense? We're talking about drummer Ralph Peterson, the only drummer to substitute, as I can know. For the Jazz Messengers, Mr. Ralph Peterson passed this last year. He was just 58. Passing away in March, early March this year. Peterson, always taking no prisoners. Yeah. That's called Free For All from his 1994 album entitled Art. Dedicated to Mr. Blakey, of course. Free For All is a Wayne Shorter composition featuring Graham Haynes there on trombone, Craig Handy as well, late Ralph Peterson. A little Pittsburgh tribute. One of our longtime good friends here in Pittsburgh lost him this past year and so sad You it. can leave your heart in Frisco And make it big in old New York You can lose the blues in Chicago I won't sell those cities short You can roam from Nome to San Antonio Then Memphis to L.A. But if Yun's ever come to Pittsburgh It's for sure you'll want to stay Come see the Steelers and the Pirates What a town Have a ball Hail the Panthers and cheer the Penguins Because Pittsburgh has them all you can ride the subway underneath the city Where three rivers meet The girls are pretty It's my city and it's big time With a small town heart And lots of friendly people sets us all apart. One of the city's proudest and most beloved cheerleaders, uh, Mr. Jimmy Sapienza, founder of the Five Guys Named Mo. He had more than five guys on that one. He had a whole big band on that one. Uh, but his his beloved Pittsburgh piece called I Love Pittsburgh. Uh, and a, just a great guy and a heart bigger, bigger than his waistline. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> it definitely was. 
and another Pittsburgh lost this past year. Sammy Nestico. Oh, everybody loves Sammy. Another great cat. Funny, amusing, endearing, heartwarming, and totally respected. From the album he did with Quincy Jones under his production and Count Basie as well. This is Sammy's tune, You Gotta Try Harder. Vinnie Coliuta at the drum set swinging mightily. Randy Kerber on piano. The Quincy Jones. Stellar big band doing a Seministico piece. You gotta try harder. Another NEA jazz master, Sammy Nestico, passed away in February. Sammy was 97. Coming back in a moment, we've got more tributes. One of them who made world, world impression on jazz, Mr. George Ween and others. When Jazz at Around returns in just a moment, time for us to hit the buffet table. Lávese las manos, evite a las personas enfermas y evite tocarse la cara. Hay acciones cotidianas para ayudar a prevenir la propagación de enfermedades respiratorias. Visite cdc.gov diagonal COVID-19. Gentileza de la National Association of Broadcasters y de esta estación. Selfless service is the guiding principle of every Army National Guard soldier. They have a stake in the well-being of the neighborhoods where they live and work. To be an Army National Guard soldier is to serve something greater than yourself. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. One of the other losses in 2021, and a major one at that, the founder of the, the inventor, I guess you'd call him, of the Jazz Festival. Founder of the Newport Jazz Festival, George Ween, passed away this last year. Here he is talking about Miles Davis and the early days of the Newport Jazz Festival. Jazz is like a deck of cards. There are aces, kings, queens, and jacks, then you got other numbers. But if you were going to put on a great festival, you need the aces, and Miles was an ace. Miles Davis, trumpet. Miles Davis. Miles Davis was something else. Miles Davis was a major, major figure in the history of jazz. The most important thing with festivals is they're the greatest possible public relations for jazz. When you bring a festival to a town, all of a sudden the newspapers and the radio are talking about jazz. Musicians know this, they see this happening. And so they're gonna get up on that stage and make themselves felt. Newport in 1954 was the first year it made a lot of news. And so we were going to do it again in 55. And for some reason or other, Miles was, didn't have a band. And I was in a, a club in New York, I forget what club, Basin Street East or one of those clubs. And Miles was at the back of the club. And he says, George, you're going to have a festival up in Newport. 
I said, yeah. I said, you can't have a festival without me. I said, Miles, you want to be in a festival? He says, you can't have a festival without me. Said, he would have a habit of repeating himself. He liked to do that. And we set up for Miles to come up. He was not advertised. Miles was not in the programs because it was so late, but I didn't have, he didn't have a band. Thelonious didn't have a band. Jerry Mulligan didn't have a band. I put together a session with Percy Heath and Connie Kay on drums, Jerry and uh, Thelonious. And that year at Newport, it was a very bad year for sound. We were experimenting with new sound systems. Outdoor music was new. And we were continually experimenting with different sound. And we hit a clinker. The sound was terrible that year. But Miles put his horn right in the microphone, which trumpet players didn't do. They played away from the mic or all above it. And he put his horn right in the mic, and it came through clear as a bell. And he played Round Midnight. And that's when George Avakian went up and signed him afterwards. He was the star of the festival. Creating festivals made a major impact on society in general. You couldn't do these festivals that drew large crowds indoors, because we were drawing crowds of 10,000. And by bringing all these musicians together, the record people, the managers, the agents, and the artist families, I mean, it was a convention, and musicians could talk to each other. But they had fun, they could meet, they could mingle. And out, outdoors created that feeling. And festivals to this day, even though they're not jazz festivals, that's, that's, the, that's what the attraction is. It's a meeting place for people. And now you go to the big rock festivals like Coachella. Outdoors creates that feeling. And as long as it doesn't rain, you have a ball. After oh, 59. Really, really have a ball. And thanks to George Ween, we were able to experience a number of Newport festivals and, uh, you know, kind of stay in touch a little bit with George. We, uh, not totally personally, but, you know, person to person on occasion. What a remarkable guy and what a remarkable will and uh, foresight on what he brought us, the Newport Festival. And when it comes to the Miles Davis story, kind of like Paul Harvey used to say, if anybody would remember Paul Harvey, and now you know the rest of the story about why Miles played, often with his trumpet right on the right right on the microphone. Interesting story. George Ween passing away in September at age 95. He did not make the last, what would have been his last Newport Festival. Not well enough, but his spirit was certainly there and will continue for many, many years to come. Here's a guy best known for being on the bottom. Not ordinarily a good place to be, but that was where he liked to be. The tuba master, baritone sax master as well, the late Howard Johnson. From his album Testimony with Bob Stewart and Dave Bargeron, some Crusaders music from Wilton Felder here.
Sax master Howard Johnson and his band Gravity doing the way back home. Howard Johnson passed away this last year at the age of 79. Uh, unfortunately, starting early in the year, that was way back in January. Oh, a member of the I didn't realize this an original member of the Saturday Night Live band, also in Carla Blaze organizations many years of off and on. And with Charlie Hayden's Liberation Music Orchestra, even played with Buddy Rich and Gil Evans and a lot of others, the late Howard Johnson. We mentioned earlier what a bad year it was for losses on the Chicago jazz scene. Pianist Junior Mance passed away in February of this year at the age of 92, another of the great Chicagoans in jazz. That's enough for the passings. Let's talk about some of the centennials. Yeah, some of the 100th year birthdays. Uh, the late, great, and mysterious Wardell Gray. You might recognize that melody that's uh, twisted. That is the original improvisation of Wardell Gray that Annie Ross and Lambert and Hendrickson Ross put on Twisted. That's the original there for you. One of those sort of, I wouldn't call it a bootleg necessarily, but it was a casual, informal recording uh, back at a club in 1949. And believe it or not, the drummer there, that pop, 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 pop you heard at the end, he's still with us. That is Roy Haynes. Al Haig, Tommy Potter, and the late Wardell, the mysterious Wardell Gray. He would have been 100, 100 this past year. No one's made a movie about him, but I suspect somebody should at some time soon. Also in January, Phil Chess, one of the co-founders of the, the uh, label Chess Records, and Argo, and uh, the other couple of labels, um, Cadet, also part of that chess group in Chicago. Uh, he would have been 100 in January. Uh, the late Candido, pioneering multiple hand drummer, lost in uh, January, I believe, as well, February. In April, Jimmy Jufri passed away. Uh, no, Jimmy Jufri would have been 100. Also celebrating the 100th birthday of Hal David, part of the, you know, you know the part <laughs> that he wrote the lyrics, of course, for the Bert Bacharach hits, um, Hal David. In June, um, June or July, 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 this guy, August, I'm sorry, in August, this guy would have been 100. Boy, talk about multi-talented. The late Buddy Collette, very busy studio player, flute, clarinet, alto, and tenor sax from 1958 here. 
accessible. That's Howard Roberts on guitar, by the way, and Frank Rosalino on trombone. The Buddy Colette 1958 album Jazz Loves Paris. Paris. Buddy Colette, quite a more, much more significant musical presence than his fame would lead you to believe. Actually, was a teacher, was a tutor to Eric Dolphy, Charles Lloyd, Charles Mingus, an original member of the Chico Hamilton Quintet as well, uh, the late Buddy Collette. Would have been 100, that's right, would have been his 100th birthday this past August. And more uh, on the centennials. Tony Scott, clarinetist, would have been 100 in July. George Barnes, the reputed first electric guitarist in jazz in uh, July. Uh, Mary Osborne, speaking of guitarists, would have been 100 pioneering lady guitarists, most notably her fame, from the 1960s. 50s and 60s, actually. Somebody worth looking up, the late Mary Osborne. We celebrated the 100th anniversary of the birth of the late Dr. Billy Taylor in July. This from his 2000 album... Urban Griot, his own composition, Can You Dig It? Dr. Billy Taylor, member of the National Endowment of the Arts, uh, CBS Television on the Sunday morning programs, had his own radio show for many, many years, both on New York Radio and on NPR. Uh, one of the founding uh, announcers for Jazz Alive. Right? Remember that? Sure, for many, many years. Uh, the late, great Billy Taylor. Would have been 100 this past July. We talked earlier about this group, Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. John Hendricks would have been 100. Every morning find me moaning Yes, Lord Cause of all the trouble I see Yes, Lord Life's a losing gamble to me Yes, Lord Cares and woes have got me moaning Yes, Lord Every evening find me moaning Yes, Lord I'm alone and crying the blues Yes, Lord I'm so tired of paying these dues Yes, Lord Everybody knows I'm moaning Yes, Lord Lord, I spent plenty of days and nights Alone with my grief, alone with my grief Lord, I pray, really and truly pray Somebody will come and make me believe Every morning find me moaning Yes, Lord Cause of all the trouble I see Yes, Lord Life's a losing gamble to me Yes, Lord Cares and woes have got me moaning Yes, Lord Yes, 
Swedish Edison there on trumpet. One of the founding fathers, one of the early pioneers, maybe the most successful, certainly, of them all, of the jazz vocalist movement. From 1964 there, a little moaning. John Hendricks, who would have celebrated his 100th birthday. <laughs> wow. Also, this guy would have been 100 this year. One of my personal favorites on the B3. It's Groove Holmes. guy, the great swinger, Richard Groove Holmes, from his 1980 album Broadway, a tune that became kind of his signature piece. In our last birthday of this first hour, let's celebrate the birth date of Plaz Johnson. Plaz Johnson, 90 this year. The uncredited but well-known saxophone voice of the Pink Panther theme from Henry Mancini. Hour number two, Jazz and Ram, we'll talk about some Grammy winners, some Hall of Fame masters, some awards, and more of 2021 in jazz as we look back. Coming back after a visit to the buffet table in hour number two, just around the corner. Podcasting services for Jazz and Around with David J are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Or number two, jazzing around here, looking back at the year 2021 in jazz, this guy turned 90 this year. NEA jazz master guitarist Kenny Burrell. 
masterful touch of guitar master Kenny Burrell from his classic Midnight Blue album 1963. That is the title piece, his composition. Kenny's been having some problems apparently the last couple of years with his health. He retired from, was it UCLA or Southern Cal? One of the two schools he teaches. Uh, I think it's UCLA. That sounds right, I think. Uh, anyway, um, celebrating his 90th birthday, perhaps not in the best of health, but, uh, you know, he's 90. <laughs> Turning nine, turned 90 this past uh, July. Also turning 90 this year would have been, although he passed away, uh, the late Joe Gilberto. Mr. Bossa Nova, Joe Gilberto. Esse amor, uma canção Pra fazer feliz a quem se ama Muita calma pra pensar E ter tempo pra sonhar Da janela ver seu corcovado O Redentor, que lindo Quero a vida sempre assim Com você perto de mim Até o apagar da velha chama E eu que era triste Descrente desse mundo Ao encontrar você eu conheci O que é felicidade, meu amor Not sure exactly what's going on there, but uh, we'll try to get that fixed for you clearly. From the uh, Corcovado, from the Getz and Gilberto sessions uh, in the early 1960s. One of the biggest selling jazz albums of all time as well. Uh, Joel Gilberto with Stan Getz and company there. Kind of the pioneer of the sort of understated bossa nova easy guitar, easy vocal pieces back in 1962. So we learned. This guy was not his brother and spent most of his career trying to be sure that we knew he was not his brother. But nonetheless, he really created a, a career and a voice all his own. Talking about Mr. Freddie Cole, who would have turned 90 this year. From his album, He I Was the King. your love, it's a honky-tonk parade. I without your love It's a melody played in a penny arcade It's a Barnum and Bailey world Just as phony as it can be But it wouldn't be make-believe if you believe in me True, he was not his brother, but he certainly had his own style and approach and developed his own popularity and well deserved. The late Freddie Cole would have been 90 this past year, 2021. That's trumpeter Joe Magnarelli along with him there. He uh, also would have been 90. Mr. Bebop, Alto, 
Mr. Alto Madness Sr., in a sense, Mr. Phil Woods. Charlie Parker on alto sax. Great Phil Woods, who would have been 90 this past year from his highly touted album Live at the Showboat from 1976. That's called How's Your Mama? <laughs> uh, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people. Also got a chance to see him and hang with him a little bit when he was in town here so many years ago. One of the great Philadelphians of the music, pianist Ray Bryant. One of his signature pieces, the title tune from the 1966 album, Gotta Travel On. Desert Island albums, you know, the, the 100 albums that you just, if you had to lock yourself away for 100 years, where would you do, you know, what would you take with you? Walter Booker, Freddie Waits, backing him up on Gotta Travel On. Ray Bryant would have been 90 this past year. And you know, looking through the, the past year and everything, birthdays and so on, guess who would have been 95 in 2021? Yes, that's true. Miles Davis.
it or not, yeah, Miles Davis would have been 95 in 2021. That's Kind of Blue, the Kind of Blue album, the one of the largest selling jazz albums ever. Talking earlier in hour number one about how so many people tend to think that jazz is not commercial and won't sell, is not accessible, it's just niche music. I don't know, the good stuff really does come through in touches, able to touch so many people and such a wide range of people, internationally even too for that matter. From the Kind of Blue album, Miles Davis, who would have been 95 in 2021, this guy actually got to celebrate his 95th birthday this past summer. The finest guitarist in the neighborhood, Mr. Joe Negri. melody, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I don't know how many people are aware Fred Rogers actually wrote the piece. That's right. Put together musically for the program by Johnny Costa and Joe Negri company. From Joe's album of 2004, the Uptown Elegance album. Lucky enough to got a chance to talk to Joe wish him his 95th birthday <laughs> this past summer and just great to hear his voice and uh, yeah what a, what a great guy what a sweet cat it's wonderful wonderful person and very appropriate that he was part of red rogers neighborhood for so many years it's just so appropriate so happy 95th birthday to joe negri uh, in 2021 another guy who got a chance to celebrate his 95th birthday not doing so well physically though still he's around with us and we appreciate it the great Tony Bennett with Basie's band Jeepers Creepers where'd you get those peepers Jeepers Creepers where'd you get those eyes gosh all get up how'd they get so lit up gosh all get up How'd they get that size? Golly gee, when you turn those heaters on, woe is me, I gotta put my cheaters on. Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Oh, those weepers, how they hypnotize. Where did you get those eyes? I think we got a chance to catch him maybe three, I think three times, in live performance. Never with the Basie Band, 
once with a big band, twice, two, oh, maybe three times with his trio quartet. Tell me about it, 95. This past year, looking for 96 himself and nominated for a Grammy Award this coming year, too. That's pretty remarkable. That's more than just remarkable. The late pianist composer Mal Waldron would have been 95 this year as well. His composition, Sassy, from his 1993 album, dedicated to his dear family. up Mal Waldron on the My Dear Family album of 1993. That is Mal's own composition, Sassy. I've gotten a chance to to know and get to know um, his daughter, Mala Waldron, who's quite a musician herself. Pianist, uh, composer, vocalist as well, too. Uh, but that's Mal Waldron, who would have been 95 this past year. Turning 75 having a, his diamond birthday this year, and still very vital, very much active and performing. We're talking about NEA jazz master Dave Holland. From his all-star Dave Holland quintet album, Prime Directive, this is his own composition, The Juggler's Parade, featuring Steve Nelson on the marimba and Robin Eubanks on trombone. Thank you. 
musical instruments to listen to. Steve Nelson doing fine work on the marimba. Robin Eubanks at his side under Dave Holland and Dave's quintet from the Prime Directive album. Dave Holland turning 75 this year. Uh, another NEA jazz master. One of the other things that happened in 2021, well, lots of things. A lot of recordings each and every year get taken into either the Grammy Hall of Fame, the uh, R&B Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, all, all those halls of fame have their own lists of recordings that are so honored. The Library of Congress has had the National Recording Archive for, oh my gosh, I don't know how many decades now. And every year they bring a new class in. This guy, I think, might have more recordings in the National Recording Archives than any other person, and well-deservedly so. But this one got brought in this year and inducted into the Library of Congress, National Recording Registry. It is, as you might well imagine, Mr. Louis Armstrong from 1938. His rendition, which has become a standard now when you listen to it, they'll all be measured by this one. Louis Armstrong and his all-stars when the Saints go marching in. Sisters and brothers, this is Reverend Satchmo getting ready to beat out this mellow sermon for you. My text this evening, when the saints go marching in. Here come Brother Hickenbottom down the aisle with his trombone. Blow it, boy.
<laughs> As you heard there, the brilliant, the effusive, and the absolutely thoroughly enjoyable Louis Armstrong with his 1938 All-Stars when the Saints go marching in. Had to play the whole thing for you there. Just couldn't resist. You heard him announce J.C. Higginbotham with his trombone. Charlie Holmes doing the alto sax work, a name that uh, I'm not very familiar with, and a name that you some of us should be familiar with. Louis Russell doing the piano work in the background there for Mr. Armstrong. Louis Armstrong has eight, or did I see nine? Eight or nine recordings in the Grammy Hall of Fame. And this one being added to the National Recording Registry, I think his third or fourth in the Library of Congress, National Recording Registry. Also added to the Grammy Hall of Fame this year was Sarah Vaughn's version of Solitude as well, too. David J. here, we're jazzing around with you, celebrating the year 2021 in jazz, and looking at all the fine recordings that we've passed, and birthdays, and some of the awards, and uh, honors, and so on. Let's take a look at the NEA Jazz Masters, shall we? They were announced for the year, in the year 2021, to be celebrated in next year, 2022, but already announced. Mr. Donald Harrison, one of them. Alto saxists. Educator, mentor, jazz proselytizer, for sure. And one of the big chiefs of the New Orleans clans. From his New York Cool album, with fellow jazz master Ron Carter and drummer Billy Cobham. people. Saxophonist Donald Harrison in quite the trio with Ron Carter and Billy Cobham from the Blue Note recording of 2005. Congratulations to Donald Harrison, an NEA jazz master named a few months back for the year 2022. Also named as an NEA jazz master for this coming year. Truly unique, pioneering, inspiring, and Influential for sure. Cassandra Wilson. You can take all the tea in China. 
Truly unique voice approach. If you've ever seen her live in performance, you will never, never forget that experience either. Again, listening to her records is one thing. Being up close and sort of personal to her, if you can, if we can do that in these days and times, in a concert performance is absolutely chill. I'm getting chills right now just thinking about the couple of three live performances that we've been able to see of her. Um, yeah. Wow, she really is spellbinding. Cassandra Wilson, an NEA jazz master, named this past uh, couple of months back for the year 2022. And uh, two others named that way as well, well deserving the drummer, Billy Hart. Been everywhere with almost everybody of note in the first tier of jazz artists, with his own quartet here from the 2006 album. Simply titled Quartet. Assistant drumming of Master Billy Hart, an NEA jazz master for next year, recently named and well-deserved. That's with Mark Turner there on tenor sax and pianist Ethan Iverson on the 2006 album entitled Mes- uh, uh, Quartet. One last NEA, there are four named this year, this coming year, and the, this one from Philadelphia. Mr. Stanley Clark with Becca. Gocciasvili on piano, 
from his 2018 album, The Message. This is called Alternative Facts. <laughs> NEA Jazz Master now for 2022, Stanley Clark. Power. Bassist Stanley Clark, well, a pair of the biggest hands in the business. Man, did you ever see Stanley Clark's hands? They are just gigantic, man. Stanley Clark, the Stanley Clark Band from the 2018 album The Message. Congratulations to Stanley Clark, a new member of the class of 2022 of the NEA Jazz Masters. Looking back on the 2021 Masters, who were named in 20 and then, of course, served this past year including D.D. Bridgewater. From her album, D.D.'s Feathers. Title tune from that 2015 album. Bill Summers. Yeah, Bill Summers on percussion. Irvin Mayfield there helping out on some vocals and otherwise as well. Dee Dee Bridgewater. Congratulations to her serving this past year as an NEA jazz master and newly ensconced. As was the last of the Heath brothers, Al Tootie Heath. From the Endurance album of the Heath brothers, Jimmy Heath. 
composition. musical, ever melodic, drummer of the Heath family, Al Tootie Heath, named as an NEA jazz master, serving for last year, 2021, and the others, Phil Schapp, who we mentioned earlier, had just passed away, also in 2021, uh, the great radio host from New York City and Charlie Parker, authority for that matter, and also saxophonist, composer, Henry Threadgill, all the four of the Jazz Masters from 2021. David J. here, Jazz and Around with you as we're wrapping up, taking a look back at a lot of the occurrences, milestones, passings, comings, goings, awardings, and all that of 2021 in jazz. We'll come and take a look at some Grammy, uh, Grammy nominations for this year and some winners of this past year uh, when Jazz and Around returns after a brief stop <laughs> at the buffet table. Today, all Americans are feeling the pinch of high energy prices. And this winter, the cost of heating your home could account for nearly half of your energy bill. Program the thermostat down to 65 degrees for eight hours a day to reduce your heating bill by up to 10%. You can reduce your home energy bills and help our nation reduce its energy use. For more energy efficiency tips, please visit our website at www.doe.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. Meet Ed, movie buff, animal lover, safe driver. Five years of driving an ambulance teaches you a thing or two. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. When I see a car trying to rush past a turning bus, I get concerned. You see, when big vehicles turn right, they have to swing wide to make the turn. And that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. When trucks and buses turn, let's you and I wait. It's It's our roads. It's It's our safety. safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Dave Koz for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. When you're traveling during the holidays and see someone who's had too much to drink about to get behind the wheel of their car, get the car keys. Your friends will thank you for it because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
And, of course, very personally from me to you um, and yours, a very, very happy and prosperous and successful and safe and healthy new year to you. Hope 2022 is a better one than 21, and certainly even better than 20, but, uh, you know, that's another matter. But good years are all what we do when we pass this January 1st thing, is talk about optimism and hope for the coming year, and we certainly hope that for you and your family. Taking a look at the Grammy nominations for this past year, to be awarded at the end of the month, Kurt Elling, his latest Grammy nomination from the album Secrets of the Best Stories. There was a man on the second floor He'd always retreat behind his door Whenever I'd come off a tour I'd hear his sneakering paws at the door Creaking the floor Hiding for sure Kurt Elling with Danilo Perez on uh, the album Secrets of the Best Stories that's called Stays, a Wayne Shorter composition originally. This is actually the album from Jerry Gibbs and several of his Thrasher Dream trios together, four of them really, on a double-disc set from this past year. One of the most successful albums of the year. Maybe we'll catch it next week on the Top 100 Albums of 2021. Nominated for a Grammy, though, the Kenny Barron solo on this Terry Gibbs tune, Kick Those Feet. Gibbs, one of the four Jerry Gibbs Thrasher Dream Trios on the album Songs from My Father. 
That's a Terry Gibbs tune, Kick Those Feet, Kenny Barron, an NEA Jazz Master himself, Grammy-nominated once again for the best solo of the year. In the big band category this year, another multi-previous nominee and winner, bassist band leader Christian McBride with his big band. artists on that album. The Christian McBride Big Band celebrating Jimmy Smith, Wes Montgomery, and Oliver Nelson. The album for Jimmy Wes and Oliver. That is a piece Mark Whitfield wrote called the Medgar Evers Blues. Congratulations to Christian McBride for yet another Grammy nomination. And in the Big Band category, easily, interestingly enough, the Yellow Jackets. Although they've gathered together with the WDR Big Band out of Germany for the album Jackets XL. And uh, the Yellow Jackets all together with a WDR big band out of Germany. The entire album putting the two of them together. Revelation, a Bob Mincer composition from that album, Grammy nominated. We'll see what happens. Grammy Awards out the end of this month, right? Let's do one more from the current crop of nominees. Drummer Daphne Sprieto from his Transparency album, his sextet on Feed the Lions.
drummer Daphne Sprieto and his sextet. Pretty strong music. Yeah, fabulous drummer, too. That's called Feed the Lions. <laughs> From the Transparency album of 2021, nominated for a Grammy this past year, and so it will be awarded, or might be awarded, as we said at the end of this month. From the Grammy Awards of 2021 that were for the year 2020, there's this one from the big band category, Maria Schneider and her jazz orchestra. From the album Data Lords, Donnie McCaslin featured on CQ. CQ, is anybody there? Yeah, really? thinking Maria Schneider with her jazz orchestra from the album 2020 album Data Lords CQ CQ is anybody there another one of the uh, winners from this past year from 2020 from the 2020 no the 2021 I in these past two years have really kind of gotten lost in the shuffle haven't they really really pianists Bandleader, arranger John Beasley and his monk Estra. Taking the album of playing all of his own compositions, John Beasley plays. John Beasley. Grammy winner this past year. John Beasley and his Monkestra. It's called Implication from the Grammy-winning album for the big band John Beasley. One more from last year. One of the other winners. Pianist Oren Evans with his Captain Black big band from the Intangible Between.
latest composer, band leader, Oren Evans. Congratulations to him for being named as the musical director, music artist in residence, actually, for the next two years at the D.C. Jazz Festival in Washington. From his Grammy-winning Intangible Between album from this past year, Oren Evans, the Captain Black Big Band and Proclaim Liberty. I did overlook this one, a Grammy nominee for this year in the arrangement category, Bill O'Connell. His arrangement of a familiar piece, almost a little too simple, you might think. But boys, he turned it into something else. Richie Barada is the album title. Richie Barada is the, the title artist of the album. That's actually Bill Connell's arrangement and Bill on piano doing, of course, as you probably recognize, a little bit of chopsticks, adding a little bit of class and jazz and pizzazz to it. A Grammy nominee for this year. A couple of guitarists that made a real mark on me this year. Probably not going to be in the top 10 albums of the year, though. But they're, well, some of my favorites from this past year. Pasquale Grasso, playing Duke Ellington. Grasso plays music of Duke Ellington from his debut album, A Little Prelude to a Kiss. One more of our favorites from this year, one of the underdog albums of this year. Guitarist Nelson Riveros from his Latin side of West Montgomery.
one actually made the top ten on the Jazz Week chart. Kind of surprising, a little bit about what they call a dark horse, right? So we might see that next week as we review the top 100 albums of 2021 from the Jazz Week chart next week here on Jazz and Around. Well, we've come to the to the wrap up. I mean, there's not much not much else place to go at this point. We're running out of time anyway. And the food? Well, the food's there's a little bit still there, so grab a little bit on your way out. Especially another tea. Still a little bit of that pecan pie herbal tea there. You won't believe it if you haven't tried it yet. You gotta do that. Catch you next time as we review the top 100 jazz albums of the year. Next week, David J here, hoping to see you then. Thanks to our partner radio stations, WNJR, WSPR, KWLC, Boston Free Radio, and WWFM, Jazz On 2. And as always, huge thanks to the folks getting us podcast to you since 2005. Folks over at ASP Station. Check out their website at aspstation.net. Find out more about them. Keep yourself safe. Make some good New Year's resolutions and stick to them this year if you can. <laughs> we'll do our best as well. And see you next time we go jazzing around. Podcasting services for Jazz and Around with David J are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net.